Hello and welcome to Bible Underground Podcast. It's a big, big privilege for me to be here and I'm thankful to Pastor Lamide for giving me the opportunity to be able to speak here about a topic that I'm very, very passionate about that I've practically lived all my life, you know, trying to emphasize or propagate. And that's on the issue of parenting. First of all, let me introduce myself. My name is Rutimi Adeaga Mises. I have been a child, a children and teenage minister for uh, almost two, over two decades, yes. I have been involved in several teens work, uh, which includes the yearly or annual uh, activity youth camp that has run for over over eight years now. I'm a mother of two teenage boys, two boys who are teenagers at the moment. So by the grace of God, I kind of have a thing or two to be able to say about uh, parenting teenagers, the challenges, the beauty, you know, how they say it, the the beautiful, the ugly and everything. So yeah, Um, I've, I've got a bit of experience on those and I really hope that uh, this podcast would I'll be that I'll be able to pour up my heart in this podcast and that in pouring my heart out I'll also be able to reach out to other parents who have uh, who are looking to learn a thing or two or trying to be better parents with their teenagers or their children as the case may be so Thank you for being here. It's my first pod- first podcast, so you will pardon me for whatever uh, whatever areas I'm not doing so well. I believe that with the uh, consistency and all, I would get it better. So let's uh, let's go straight ahead and, and just jump into the title of today. So I've been asked to talk about parenting teenagers, particularly, but. I mean, before we, before children become teenagers, they will, you know, they've gone through the stage of being a child first. So there isn't a way we can talk about parenting teenagers without actually talking about parenting children generally. We will flow into it as it, as we get along, but it's also important to know that that's also going to be uh, some kind of fundamental or foundational thing that we'll talk about. So if your your child isn't a teenager yet you're not going to lose anything by listening you know you would i think you would actually still be able to pick a few things that would help you to have better relationships with your children by the time they become teenagers so i welcome everybody on board now uh the first thing i want us to look at as uh, on the to- in in respect to the topic will be the call to parenting. Uh, a lot of people, you know, become parents. Some they planned it, you know, it's part of a life goal and all of that. Want to be married, have children, and all of that. There are people also that we can't be oblivious of who happen to be parents without them being prepared for it or even being ready for it. Um, so it's not like they planned it. They probably wanted to be parent, but they didn't expect it to come as early as it came. Or, 
you know, or, or they never, they were not just ready. Or some people didn't even want to be parents, you know, but they just have found themselves, you know, that, okay, I have become parents by whatever means or whatever, you know. I just want to say this to you, whatever category you fall into. I think instinctively, if uh, you have become a parent, there are certain things that God has put inside of you that just lets you, you know, want the best for your children. Whether you were ready for it, whether you wrote a paper about it, or whether you journaled it somewhere, or whether it just hit you somewhere, you know, God gives you the grace to be able to, you know, have some fundamental things about raising children, you know. So naturally, you will want what is good for your children. So um, I think, again, the way it is with life is even if you're not prepared for something and something drops on your lap based on opportunity or whatever, the next thing then for you to do is to continue to learn. Even the one who thinks that they were prepared sometimes have, still con- have to still continue to learn so they can get better and better. So God is the one that has called us and given us the responsibility, which I also think is an opportunity to be parents now put in your mind that when god made men made humans right he had a plan and a purpose and you see those little children that we have from the day one when they were conceived god has a plan and a purpose for their lives so if you are a parent god has given you a job and a responsibility which is an opportunity and I say that because I know a lot of people are looking for this blessing and gift of having children they will do anything to get it but yet it has not come to them so if you're a parent before you think of the troubles that you have first of all congratulate yourself and say thank you Jesus for giving me the opportunity to be a parent and to be able to model you know God to someone because again God is our first you know is our parent God is the one that is the very first parent to all of us is our father he will continually be our father no matter what you know so I mean if you're called to parenting and you do not have a clue I suppose that the first thing to do is to go back to the one who has given you this assignment and find out how am I supposed to go about it so uh, because this podcast is really about the parents more than it is about the children or the teenagers my approach is actually going to be towards speaking with the parent with a view to preparing you to do what God has put in your hands and so that when you get to heaven you know or even in this life you'll be able to see that you are approved of God in what God has put in your hands to do so uh, parenting is a way of God, you know, is one way that God expands his kingdom and replicates the, the, the life of the kingdom on earth here. You know, so he says to Adam and Eve, he says, be fruitful and multiply. You know, multiplication started by procreation, right? So, we continue to make babies, have children, and the kingdom begins to expand. The culture of God begins to expand. If you, I suppose that if you're here, 
you must have some kind of relationship with God or something. If you don't, you actually need to go back to the one who has given you this opportunity and learn from him and get yourself prepared. Truly, truly, parents, you cannot give what you don't have. If you don't, it, it's not a question of, yeah, a lot of people interpret the fact that the instinctive thing that I talked about of you wanting good for your parents, we do them in different ways sometimes. Some people think it's just by getting gifts for the children. Some people think it's just by making sure that, you know, they never lack anything, you know, uh, we take them on vacation, we make their lives comfortable and all of that. All of that, they're very good. But the truth is, much more than all of that, God requires of us to be able to lead them in the way of God, in the lifestyle that God God has modeled for us. So everything that God has modeled for you is what you're also supposed to replicate and teach your children. Because if their children are not taught, if the children are not trained, then how are they supposed to know? You know, because even God directs us, even God corrects us, even God instructs us. You know, when we become Christians, we don't just become Christians and everything becomes perfect from day one. No. When we become Christians, God begins to disciple us, we begin to get, you know, connected to uh, those that have been in the faith longer than us and we get tutored and everything and, you know, we begin to grow in faith and all of that. So, your children also need to grow in the knowledge of who God is, in the knowledge of how to relate with other people, in, in, you know, they have to develop social skills, they have to develop cognitive skills, they have to develop emotional skills and all of that, you know, in order for them to be the kind of person that God has made them to be and for them to be able to achieve the plan and purpose of God for their life. So, parents, I want you to know this. You have been given the responsibility for a soul. Your child may be may bear your name. Your child may be, oh, that little girl that you always you know took care of and all of that but start to look at them from a different perspective uh, going forward they are souls that jesus died for their souls souls that god sent his only begotten son to die for for them to have purpose and fulfill god's purpose while they are on earth now uh, having established that i want us to know um what parenting entails in terms of looking at it from the point of view of what the need of the child is a child needs first of all direction a child needs correction a child needs instruction in order to be able to i mean those are basic things that a child would need to be able to be structured you know to be able to face life and all of that but then again how do we go about giving this direction and correction and instruction you know the way it is presented the way it is you know it is it is taught is nearly even more important than you know or nearly as important as what we're trying to teach in itself you know so most of the time you know parents just focus so much on oh what this child is supposed to know and then they neglect the part of you know how to pass the message across it's almost like saying a content and a package has to be you know you know in, in, i don't know in marketing i'm, I'm kind of uh, i'm into packaging and printing so i 
I, I noticed that if your content is superb and the packaging is horrible, you you're likely to not you're not likely to get a lot of people even getting the opportunity of knowing what the content is. You know, so the both of them will work pari passu. Uh, so wh- while you're trying to you're trying to get this instruction, direction, and correction to your children, you have to present them in ways that you know will be able to achieve the purpose that you want. Now, um, the for children for in raising children, I'm going to in raising raising children. I'm also going to talk about the evolution of parenting. You know, because the way that you raise a two-year-old uh, might be okay for is okay for just the time. By the time your child grows from a two-year-old to a four-year-old to a six-year-old. Your method is going to change because the person that you're dealing with is also changing. So parents, you cannot continue to be the same kind of person or use the same kind of methods, you know, that you have always used with this child, you know, from all the time. You're going to have to uh, step up your game. You're going to have to learn and unlearn some things. You're going to have to do things better because the child that you're dealing with also is evolving and changing so your little child of uh, two years old four years old they have their beautiful moments when they are all over you and then they have the tantrum stage as well even within the age bracket so you know it's the good the bad and the ugly also at the time and for every stage there are the good the bad and the ugly you know we just have to be able to put ourselves in a position where we are able to manage this, uh, these stages in the lives of these children, you know. Uh, but I mean, let me just say this, that up of the time that your child is up to say maybe eight years old or something, you, you, are, you are mostly responsible for some of the things that they do. You tell them what to do, they obey you, they, you know. You tell them this is what is good for them to eat. You tell them this is how, this is the acceptable way of dressing. Oh no, I like this one. You should wear this or something or something. You know, you say all of that, and the kids take it. You know, they take it. But as they begin to grow, you know, certain things start to change. Now, I need to also mention at this stage that, you know, uh, the definition of a teenager or a preteen or you know, is is beginning to. Uh, is beginning to change over time so while yeah some people will want to define being a teenager they want to put an age bracket to being a teenager you've got to realize that your child is an individual and sometimes the development of your child may actually be faster or slower than some other persons depending you know on several factors that may be around you, your family, or whatever, or even their personality. So, if you have a nine-year-old who's already thinking like a fifteen-year-old, there's nothing to, to worry about. You know, you just you just need to be able to address each child with their various needs. And I say this with a lot of emphasis because a, a lot of you know, most families have more than you have more than a child. So. You then you, you're tempted to say your brother is not like this or your brother was not like this at your age or something like that you need to acknowledge and realize that each child develops differently and they have their own personality which also uh, 
sometimes affects you know has a bit to do with how they develop so uh you need to just know your child you need to just know your child everyone says that you know oh this one is more mature oh i was this i was more mature than my sister when i was like this or whatever you know the things that happen so uh you just need to deal with that now an interesting scripture you know (laughs) the day that i saw the scripture it's I saw it in the message version and honestly I <laughs> I thought to myself oh wow Solomon had said in Proverbs chapter 30 verse 19 that one of the four mysteries of the world is how adolescents act the way they do so yeah parents welcome to my world it is not in this generation only that it has become difficult to raise teenagers it's always been an issue if solomon would talk about it that way you know so adolescents act the way they have and for us to be able to parent adolescents we have got to be able to understand who they are and what do this you know some parents actually think that teenagers must be a different totally different species from regular people uh, unfortunately what those parents won't ask themselves is okay so was I a different species at the time that I was, you know, a teenager as well? And really, if we will go down memory lane just for a bit, we know how much trouble some of us were when we were teenagers. I was a very calm one, yeah, thank you very much. But the truth is, you know, there are people who also realize that at that age, they just didn't understand what came over them and why they acted the way they did. So I would attempt to let us know why teenagers act the way they do or what is happening in their lives that, you know, seem to just put us in a very difficult situation in terms of understanding them. So the thing is, as your child begins to grow, the stage of adolescence is the stage where a whole lot of changes begin to occur in a child's life. First of all, which is very rampant, is very, is, is giving common knowledge that a lot of changes begin to happen in their bodies. Now, when changes begin to happen in their bodies, uh, it takes a toll on their emotions as well, it takes a toll on their self-esteem and confidence and who they are because they're trying to understand even themselves. So this teenager used to be a child, is advancing into adulthood, is not an adult yet. So they're like stuck in between, um, between being children and being adults. For, uh, for them even, that's difficult for them to be able to comprehend because they know how carefree they used to be when they were like eight years old or seven years old. And then suddenly they're beginning to notice that a boy is looking at me and I, and this is how they look at me when I wear this dress and this is not how everyone else looks and I need to fit in and I need to be able to, you know, or oh, I want to just be the one that everybody looks at when I get into the room and stuff like that. They are getting to a point where they're getting aware of who they are. They're beginning to see, look at the mirror and say, oh, wow, I wish my nose were longer. I wish that my eyes were like this. 
or they're saying, oh, wow, I really look as, you know, this happened to me too growing up. You know, I looked at myself one day and said, you know, I'm not really as bad as people say I am. I'm actually beautiful, you know. So <laughs> this happens to young people, you know, as it happens, it could happen in the positive or could also happen in the negative. Someone begins to look and say, well, I don't like this. And so you suddenly get home one day and you find your child wearing makeup and you do not understand what what is going on, you know, and you're probably enraged and everything. The child didn't mean to disrespect you. They're just trying to, they're just getting aware of who they are and they're trying to see, oh, maybe if I do it this way or that way, it will get better. They're also getting to a point of discovering who they are and all of that. So the, the, the point of not being, neither children and then there are hormonal changes physiological psychological all kinds of changes going on in their heads and all of that so you would want to excuse them a little bit you know for i mean yeah so this happens to everyone and it's really the plan of god is is the way god has put in 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 system that our bodies will work or our developments would work so a teenager will grow from a child to a, to a teenager and you know they're trying to get into young adulthood and all of that and there's a whole lot that but then again i want parents to just be quite um intentionally and particularly about this stage you should be actually all through your process of of being a parent you know your stage of being a parent you know but the truth is uh, i think at this time they need you more than you you may you may ever imagine because what i see happen is that a lot of parents throw in the towel and they just label the child and if it's possible for them to walk away i know that in my generation a lot of kids were disowned by their parents in the times when you know at the stage of being teenagers because their parents just didn't get it and you know they, they gave in too soon you know you just said it was the cliche that time your child misbehaves at that time you just say i disown you you know but honestly this is the time when you have to be closer to your children and be as intentional as you can be now um because of time i the 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 The, the real reason why we're doing this topic is to give us an insight into how to be able to direct, correct, and instruct our teenagers. And that leads me to the second recording, which will come after this. Uh, let me just lay a few found, you know, the foundation. I'm going to be talking about parenting being uh, hard to work, meaning it should be our our approach for to parenting should be one that is a working of our heart please stay tuned for the next uh, recording and i hope that uh, this has laid a good foundation and that it would bless you um see you on the other side thank you and god bless you